Welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast, where we embark on a transformative journey, delving into the mystic realms of esoteric wisdom and unveiling the secrets that empower us to thrive in the tangible world. I'm your host, Taylor Valera, and I am thrilled to be your guide on this extraordinary voyage. In this sacred space, we explore the profound, the enigmatic, and the spiritually awakening aspects of life. It's here that we not only learn, but apply the hidden gems of esoteric knowledge, weaving them into the fabric of our everyday existence. Through this alchemical blend of ancient wisdom and contemporary understanding, we strive to illuminate the path towards personal transformation and empowerment. This podcast is a tribute to the divine feminine, a celebration of the nurturing and guiding force of the mother matriarch in our world. Together, we honor and uplift the sacred essence of femininity, embracing its strength, wisdom, and grace as we navigate the intricate tapestry of life. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, enlightenment, and empowerment, join us in our exploration of the mystical and practical, the ethereal and the real, as we unlock the esoteric secrets that enrich our lives. Welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast, your source for embracing the power of transformation and honoring the divine feminine within us all. For as long as I can remember, I have been determined to do things my way. As you can imagine, this has probably gotten me into trouble or at least difficulty in a lot of my life. And this week, I wanted to really touch on why ownership and entrepreneurship for women is so important to me. Now, naturally, I was afraid of diving into this because I have been deeply immersing myself in all of this occult wisdom lately. And the one common thing that I always come across is the discussion of the genderless God and also the God that lives within each and every one of us. But it's really hard for me to bypass and ignore the entire society that has been built upon the removal of the feminine energy and the matriarch and now watching an artificial merger of the two. And it's a lot to take in, much less sit with and be like, okay, how can I utilize this best to my advantage in life to help other people wake up and rise to their own power within? If I were to just sit here and talk about ownership, I would just be giving you you know, a rehearsed speech on owning real estate and how you can get money in your bank account. But it's so much deeper than that. Uh, when I was working out yesterday, I was thinking about everything and every moment in my life as a woman where I have felt like things have been ripped out from under me, where I felt like I had no power in my situation or anything I was doing. And I'm not saying that only women can feel this way, but what I am saying is with every woman I've ever spoken into to in my life, we always share something in common, which is at some point feeling absolutely powerless because of our gender. Now, <laughs> there are so many lecturers that I have listened to who are so wise, but it is not very often I see them speaking to women on this topic. And they amass a huge following, you know, people come to them as the sage, as the Yoda, but I could never find anyone who I resonated with. Like I could take in the wisdom and it didn't really matter who it was coming from, but I was constantly looking for someone like myself. And when I say myself, I mean a feminine being discussing all these secrets that have been hidden from the surface that could in fact change the world and empower the way that we see ourselves. And so 
I made a lot of, I don't want to call them mistakes, but throughout my life, I had a lot of encounters where I was like, I'm just going to do this my way. And it started off at a very young age, being basically groomed to be in business, um, to climb the social and corporate ranks, to have success. And I ran away from that in the opposite direction. When I was in college, I had a lot of struggles um, growing up being a child married into a mixed household. When I say mixed, I mean my mother was remarried um, and not having that relationship with my biological father, which you can imagine caused a lot of struggles with the feminine and, you know, the choices that I made when it came to partners and, you know, even the masculine ability within myself. Now we're talking about years down the line at 31 years old. I look back at my life and I say, okay, you did this, this, and this. Let's have a little psychological analysis because you did not have your father in your life or you had a struggled relationship with your father. You will go on to have many issues with the masculine until you heal that part of yourself and you activate that part of yourself. And essentially, this is probably why I was attracted to listening to so many male teachers, because I felt like they possessed something that was not already within me. So the more that I started to dive into this wisdom, I was still trying to wrap my head around how the very matrix system that we live in has been based around removing the feminine principle from the world, from life itself, and then inverting it and changing it into something it wasn't, and then almost pretending like it wasn't even there. And so when I take in this information, I'm taking so many notes, I'm like, uh-huh, okay, I get it, I get it. But it's not until I face challenges in real life, um, and I'll give you an example. So last year, I had an opportunity to possibly uh, shoot a Netflix series with someone. And I don't know if it was going to end up on Netflix or not, but this person told me that, it, you know, they really wanted to do a project with me. And I ended up working with two men. And when I suggested that I wanted to focus on the feminine principle of things, that my idea was pretty much rejected. And I decided to not go through with it and go in the opposite direction. I beat myself up for months about this saying, should I have just said yes? Should I have just gone along in my, you know, perpetuating this feminist idea that we don't need men? And it, that's not the case. I don't believe that. I'm a married woman. Um, I love my husband. I stand fully by him. When we integrate together, we create something beautiful. However, I think I've always known <laughs> that I would be someone who is, I guess, a freedom fighter. That's what you would call it because I always sensed that there was something that needed to be activated. And obviously there have had to been a series of events over time that have led up to this ultimate feeling that I have to wake other feminine beings up. It's not my responsibility maybe to wake everybody up, but the ones that need it the most right now, I mean, everybody needs healing in my opinion. But the reason why I feel like the feminine needs a voice to speak about occult wisdom and esoteric wisdom is because we don't necessarily see ourselves in our teachers. And so if we don't see ourselves in that reflection, then we're just kind of at a loss. I've watched so many YouTube videos, I can't even tell you all, where there'll be gatherings of people and it almost feels like I'm going back in time to when all these priests would come together and have these prophecies about the way the world was going to be constructed. Only we're now in a digital age and instead I'm watching it happen you know, online where there'll be people listening in groups to a lot of masculine figures and I keep wondering where is the redirection of the feminine principle? 
where is it at? I'm not saying that the masculine can't teach it, but it is best taught from someone who actually has a womb, who has given birth and life to a soul and a being. And I've given, you know, myself to two. Now, I could be wrong. There's probably people on the Internet and I have. Let me not um, say that because there have been a lot of wise elders. Um, Ayana E is one of them. Sister Myra Moss. I've seen a lot of wise women, but maybe I'm looking for someone my age or in in my sector. You see, when I started my business, the Tailored Healing Collective, I started off just talking about cannabis and how I realized it was a male-dominated industry. I started off talking about how the effects that I was told I was going to experience as a pregnant woman did not happen and I was confused as to why all these lies are being sold and then adventured off into psychedelics as a pregnant woman again <laughs> and I realized that there was this power in the story that I was telling there was a power in knowing that the human soul can venture outside of itself in order to create and come back into the physical but this is a special power that the first feminine beings with the womb had in order to create the cosmological universe that we have now again i know that these are constructs that are not just rooted in like a person and physical body parts but there is a certain part that i see always being left out and so you're probably wondering okay well i click on the video and it says ownership and entrepreneurship what does it have to do with anything well all of this is not to me about just owning a business that a business is just a creation a creation of efforts of passion that drives us to help humanity become better or maybe even just to help ourselves on our own personal journey. For me, learning this information is about creating the world that comes after I'm gone or creating the world that I know my children will grow up in because they're just itty bitty babies right now. And I don't remember my life at age one and age three. I only recognize my life as it is right now and maybe starting from being a young girl at maybe four or five years old, maybe a little bit older, all the way up to being a woman now who has my own family. And I think these moments happen so fast that we can't even construct what has happened. And so when I speak about ownership, I speak about autonomy of our soul and using what we learn these hard lessons these emotional traumas that we are releasing in life in order to heal what has been broken which in the experience that I've had even journeying with different plant medicines is that we were never really broken in the first place but is the it's the human perception of what is broken to watch something go into fractals and itty bitty pieces and separate only to join back together into one big puzzle, kind of like the Sam Mandalas that I spoke about earlier in the week. And so part of the feminine journey, what I have felt from my experience, and maybe if you're identifying as a feminine being too, you may have experienced this too. I feel like part of it is to reestablish what was here what was always here what is encoded into our dna but maybe has been suppressed because of years and centuries and decades of the erasure and the manipulation of who we really are and what we're here to do every day when i look at my children i realize that i have one of the most important jobs there is not the most important but one of the most important which is to teach every living soul that I birth or creation or even the ones that I don't that they are capable of doing anything that they are limitless 
And the only confusion about this is when you either allow yourself or when your environment creates the suppression to realize that alchemy comes from within. The combustion of everything that makes us us, like literally lighting it on fire and destroying it in order to create something new is how each of us moves in our journey step by step. I feel guilty a lot of the time when I come in these spaces and speak my truth and my peace because I think, well, what if I'm not qualified enough? What if, you know, because I don't have thousands and thousands of followers right now, and not that I even need followers, but I don't have tons of people massing to my page and listening to me. What if it's not enough? What if you all don't trust that because I say I have literally birthed beings through my womb into the world that I know what I'm speaking about when it comes to learning this wisdom and knowing where it truly comes from in the first place. Even in all that I've learned, I don't look at myself as just a woman or just a feminine being. In fact, lately I have felt the masculine activating on like a thousand to the point where I'm very focused and very disciplined and very driven in making sure that I understand the importance of what I'm teaching and why I'm teaching it. And I also have some Virgo tendencies in there too. So everything has always been about perfection and making sure that like everything's just right, just so you guys can explain it because I know how difficult it can be. But it's also from a lot of observation of the human spirit and how people address and respond to their traumas and the things they go through. Sometimes I feel even that to others, it, it comes off as judgment as if I have the final word, which I do not in anyone's life, not even my own. I am very human and make mistakes every day. Um, challenges that I go through, things that I too beat myself up at night. Like, should I have done that? Could I have done better? How can I? Have? And then also having the compassion to forgive myself for the things that I did not measure up to on the impossible standards I set for myself. <laughs> Entrepreneurship even is not solely about just having something for yourself because I think that was my obsession for a really long time like I have to have something for myself and it's actually part of my path too I'm giving away all my astrology information but I have a north node in Capricorn and I've talked about this before but the Capricorn is the father of the zodiac and the cancer which is my son is the mother of the zodiac so it's like I am having this rivalry with myself about which energy I need to dip into more and we are made of both I always say this we're made up of both energies both energies live within us and when they are in sync and in harmony, they create something beautiful. But if one part of you is suppressed, I can even show you guys like a video of me lifting weights. So I'm left-handed and I'm dominant in my left hand, but as I'm lifting these weights, this hand feels kind of shaky and it's not balanced yet. And because it's not balanced, I cannot exercise the muscle in the way that I need to yet because I'm making it stronger. Right now, the development of the masculine and feminine beings needs to get stronger. And in getting stronger, it is going to experience a lot of roadblocks and a lot of challenges. It is going to force us to release the identity that we think that we are, which is solely the nurturer, solely the person who is taking care of others, putting everybody first. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, if, if I'm only taking care of someone, in this way, does this make me less of who I am? But I'm also taking care of my family and learning things that scare me, like about structure and finances and physical strength. 
those things scare me because I feel weakened by them, just like that weight. Like I feel like, oh, it's a little shaky. I don't know if I can keep it straight or not. But eventually you start to develop that ability. And I have to show you like with my hands, I do it best because you have to associate the the image and the vision of what you're doing and then correlate it with something in your brain. Like, okay. If I'm weak in this area and I constantly strengthen it every day, if I strengthen my mind into believing that this is possible, even when it feels impossible, at some point something has to give and that strength is going to be developed in order to create perfect balance. And I've learned this in many different practices in esoteric wisdom, occult knowledge, yoga, tantra. It is all about the divine balance of both balancing of the scales And I could go into this all day, you know, talking about the balancing or the weighing of the heart at the end of life on the scale when you weigh your heart against the feather. And if one is heavier than the other, then your soul is consumed. It's the same thing in everyday life. This is life. In order to move forward on our journeys, we have to understand that both sides need the nurturing. Both sides need the discipline. Both sides need to learn that they need each other in order to survive. There is no good and there is no bad. There is only divine balance. I'm growing up. (laughs) That's the, the weird part in making this video. When I look at my life, even five years ago, five years ago, I could not show up in a space like this and be comfortable talking about my experiences and the things that I've been through five years, seven years, even 10 years from now, I could never imagine myself coming in this space, talking to complete strangers on the internet about the deep findings that I think about every single day and wanting to uplift people who were like me, maybe even people who aren't like me and to seeing their true power and their beauty and their grace. A lot of our focus is polarized most of the time where things come into our focus and it's almost as if we have to make a choice as to how we're going to feel about something rather than just being in the moment not choosing to be part of one motion or another and when there's so many conflicting ideas in everyday life I believe it becomes very difficult to sit and be like just at peace without the movement without the all over the place like I feel this way I feel this way I love him he doesn't love me Um, I want to do this I want to do that We allow that centered energy to move up through our bodies and open like the petal lotus, the thousand petal lotus that they always talk about in in yoga. The concept seems so like easy to understand, but I don't think it is when we realize how many times we come into conflict a day. I don't even know how many thoughts, thousands of thoughts that go through the human mind today, and most of them are on repeat. These are the same patterns and programs that run throughout our neural network. And until you pick up something different, learn something different, they keep repeating the cycles over and over. And so the cycles that I have seen repeat over time are women either trying to fight too hard for who they are or feeling disempowered and wanting to give it all away. And trust me, I'm a crier. I cry. I hate when people see me cry because I feel that it is weakened. But as we all know, water is a superpower. (laughs) It is what has made any of these systems that we run off of. Water is the great neutralizer, just like the heart. And 
I've always felt, oh, don't cry because you're weak because those are things that I heard. Those are programs that I heard. You're weak if you cry, if you allow yourself to release the very water that lives within your body so that you can make more of it and keep moving through your vessel every single day and learning to be at balance. I think it's the people who don't allow themselves to cry, who don't allow themselves to release in some way, even perspire. It's the same thing. Crying, releasing emotion, perspiring, releasing energy. It's the same thing. Like I've even felt myself like do a stretch before and want to cry. I've seen people do it all the time. It's a release within your body because you're literally trapping fluid and energy in certain places in your body that you may need to release them in order to free yourself. So I feel like I'm so off topic with ownership and entrepreneurship, but I might just title this episode, the, the reawakening of the feminine spirit. Um, we look at so many things happening in the world, the misery, I, I am not desensitized to it. I just have a different perspective now on why all of this is happening. And know that only time is going to show us how everything will play out in the end. It is up to each and every one of us to create the world in which we want to live. We are the creators. We are the manifestors. Anything that we think consciously and turn into a creation is projected out into the field of the world and becomes our reality should we let it. But we also have the power to manipulate those things from within. That's how intricate our systems are. Like when you think about wires and even like maybe tripping a car, like when you cross the wires together or people say, oh, your wires are crossed. Like that's literally remaneuvering a system that was constructed one way in order to do another. And so I'm doing a lecture if you want to tune in October 29th, where I talk about can we really break the matrix I don't necessarily know about the word break anymore. I think more, can we reconstruct it? Can we change it into something different? Instead of breaking it completely, can we reverse the cycles of the suppression of the feminine? Can we create the places in which we wish to be accepted? You know, I have reached out to quite a few podcast videos before of masculine figures who I thought that um, I could benefit off of, like not just for my benefit, but like we could have a great engaging conversation. Ask me how many of them have responded to me or given me a yes. Maybe one who agreed to be on my podcast and he was uh, absolute sweetheart. Um, it was a great conversation. We talked about samsara and the self, but a lot of the figures, I don't know if it was just because I didn't have a big enough social media following or maybe they just felt like I didn't know what I was talking about, but I let that attack my spirit. And it's not saying they all had a problem with me, but I thought, oh, well, I'm not good enough because, you know, the masculine has this, this natural knowing where they just step into a space and do something. They don't question. Whereas the feminine is like, we've been trained to be like, shy. do you think I, maybe I should study a little bit more? Maybe I should do this. And some of them get on stages and don't know what they're talking about, or they just go off at the mouth and like... It's called like the alpha male podcast. It's like a running joke, but it's serious because how can you have all this wisdom and know about what's going on here, but you're not going to change anything about what it looks like. You can sit on a pedestal 
and speak about, oh, the, the feminine is the center of everything and respect women and bring them back to where they're supposed to be. But I don't see any women you talking to on your space. And the ones that do are like, they just agree with everything you say. You're not challenged to push yourself to the next level. It's just kind of like a look at me thing. And I'm like, how many centuries has this happened for? At what, what was the turning point when the removal happened where the masculine and feminine principles were not at one? Like, when did it happen? <laughs> Because I'm like, maybe if I go back further in history, I can figure out exactly pinpoint where this happened and then be like, okay, I can reconfigure things from here. Like, (laughs) but it it does take a lot of data analysis and also a lot of um, releasing of emotional blockages to really get what's happening here, what has happened, because it's still happening. That's the crazy part. I think when I wake up every day thinking about this, I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm being an emotional woman and saying oh well you know it's not really happening they're they're giving women spaces to no it's still happening even with the uh, most charismatic of them all and it's not just because of me I just see this like generally um they're still not inviting women on their platforms to speak about this deep knowledge that they know and even when they do it's not like giving them a position of equality. It's more like, here, I'm going to throw you a bone, let you say a little few things. But it's never like the full out expression of what we've been taught to keep silent for so long. And so the only way I see to combat that is creating our own spaces. And I, when I say creating our spaces, I don't mean just having a YouTube channel. I don't mean asking for grants from US Gov. Like that's not what I'm talking about at all. I mean like we have to take back the financial systems. We have to take back the land. We have to take back the knowledge. And when I say take back, I don't mean snatch it from everybody else and be like, this is mine. But you need to get where it came from in the first place. It came from the womb the source of creation that each and every one of us come through in order to come into life. That was taken and manipulated and turned into something that it's not. And again, there have been so many times, like all these people I see on social media and all these platforms now where they say, oh, we are, it's a, we come from a genderless God. I'm like, but y'all are missing the main key. None of you, unless you are a woman, will ever know what it's like to birth a soul into this world. Like I even like sometimes I really try to remember giving birth to my daughter because that happened just last year. I'm like, you're, you're literally not in your body. And I don't care how many hits of acid you took. You will never know what it's like to push a soul through your body, at least not in this life, unless you're a woman. I don't care what you can artificially create by throwing, you know, two embryos together in a pod, mixing it up and making something artificial. You won't know. And that is why it's so important to hear this wisdom from us. It's so important. Like I could sit here and complain about the erasure of the matriarch all day. But what I really want people to get is that the replica of the womb has already happened. It's out there. It's out there. And I know for a lot of people, like, well, what do I do about it now? Like, it already happened. Like, they've already created these robots. They've already created um, <laughs> all these artificial systems to replace humans, to replace people. Like, what do you do about it? You wake up. You wake up and you learn what you need to do. And you're not going to know it every single day. We are divinely guided each and every day to make certain decisions and choices. But the more you fight those decisions... The more you don't learn, you know, that emotional balance that you need in order to move forward, the harder it becomes. 
I speak from experience at only 31 years old. I speak from experience that when you run away from who you're supposed to become, what you're supposed to do, it makes the journey that much longer and harder because you're paying attention to the constructs of time. You're limiting your abilities into what you can do. You know, even yesterday, actually over the weekend, I'll say, I was watching a video on IPOs because I wanted to know how they work. Like I've been obsessed lately with figuring out how public stock is traded. And I don't know why, like, like, why do you want to know that so bad? Because I think that it is wild that the whole human enslavement system is based off of farm animals. Literally. I mean, it's based off the water too. But when I learned that, I'm like, okay, well, the ways that I can help my people, the ways that I can help my family and myself is to learn every single one of these systems and how they use what is in my body in order to create a system for someone else to stay trapped. And then I use that and I uncross those wires. I figure out how to move differently. And then I teach other people the same thing. But if I'm sitting like, man, well, he's already got a platform. He's doing it. Oh, he has a large following. He's doing it. I disempower myself just in the words that I speak. It's not an easy journey, y'all. Like, I don't just wake up like, yeah, manpower. I can do it. Like, no. Most times I'm just playing mom at home taking care of my children, filling myself with information and books and articles and lectures, figuring out how I can best do the job that was already mine in the first place many lifetimes ago. Many, many lifetimes ago, the way that things were supposed to be run came from what my soul knows. But because this physical space right now in this particular time does not look like what it was, it's confusing for the mind. It's like, well, there's male. It's like the Barbie movie, actually. It's like there's male presidents. There's male speakers. There's male run financial systems. Oh, we have a few women running. We have a few women in Congress. That's not enough. That's not enough because look at the chaos that it's created. Even with male spiritual leaders, look at the chaos that it has created. And some people don't identify with just male or female. I'm so aware of that. So I don't want that to get lost. I know many people identify differently, but we are all masculine and feminine. I'm specifically speaking on the feminine suppression. We have to bring that back to life. We have to breathe life into what that is in order to bring it back to balance because otherwise it just stays suppressed. It doesn't ever wake up to its full potential and who it's supposed to be. And you also have to know your journey isn't going to look like everybody else's just because mine may look like making this video right now. It could look completely different five years from now. I was just looking at a picture that my husband sent me from five years ago. (laughs) We were struggling (laughs) hard. And I consider us like sometimes having challenges now. But when I look back at that, I'm like, okay, my life looked nothing like it does now back then. I was not showing up in a space like I am right now today. And so you see how fast things can transform and change. If only you have a directed vision and focus. And mine right now is bringing the feminine back to life. So this is the show. This is the platform. I don't know what it's going to become. I don't know what it will be but very much like my children I look at it and say it has the opportunity to turn into something beautiful it's not going to be one straight line of perfection it's not going to be you know everything that I think and hope but it still is at the same time just maybe not in the way that I expected it to happen 
but each and every one of us is powerful. This video is for everyone, but it is specifically for the feminine beings who are trying very hard to wake up. My advice is don't try anymore. Go where you are led. Do what you naturally feel inclined to do. Don't just base it off of your astrology chart, though it helps. Whatever you feel a natural gravitation to, whether that's cooking for people, whether that's constructing buildings, whether that is, you know, formulating new ingredients to make healthier food options, whatever it is that you are inclined to do, follow that path because it is yours and don't allow what you've already seen happen to navigate your road and your path. You have the ability to change that at any time you choose. You are the driver of this vehicle, this vessel that is filled with water. You are directing your ship across the waters. Now, go out there and take charge of your direction and your course and be okay with sometimes the waters not being as calm as you'd like them to be. That's just the part of life. But we're all here to do it. So I have some great offerings coming for Tailored Healing Collective. But until then, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also, subscribe to our email list on www.tailoredhealingcollective.com. I post inspirational videos on here every day, but I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching programs as well as a few digital products that help your mind stay organized when you're trying to find time to meditate during the day or spend time with your kids or even create goals for the things that you want to accomplish. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, remember to let love lead the way.